Hi, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. We are joined by Bain and Bruce. As usual, they may be making noises here and there because they're kind of, uh, you know, bored. <laughs> anyway, uh, so today's movie is Coda, which it came out a while ago. It won a bunch of awards, but we just hadn't gotten around to it. Um, but it is the story of uh, this girl, and I forgot her name, the character's name. Um, but she is she's the daughter in this uh, deaf family. So her mom and dad are deaf. Her brother is deaf, but she is not. Um, and so she is, it's about this family and how they, you know, how they get along in this, um, I I know it's Massachusetts and it's not Boston, but it's like some, you know, they're, they're there by the, by the sea because they, they, the family, well, the, the, the dad and the brother, they work on like a fishing boat and she helps, uh, she helps them with that. Like every morning she gets up early before going to school and does that with them. Um, and she also happens to be a really good singer and so she takes she signs up for choir that's that's them she signs up for choir uh on a whim actually because she sees that this boy that she likes signed up for it too so um the movie's about her actually being a, a really gifted singer while also being part of this deaf family and the family doesn't they can't really relate because you know they can't hear her sing so they don't know how good she is they you know they're kind of like the mom especially is like uh played by marley matlin um she's kind of like why don't you do something you know that we can all enjoy you know like painting or something um so it's about that it's about her being really good at, at this gift but her family just not being able to kind of relate to her on that level um and it's about more than that, of course, but uh, we'll get more into those details as we go along. Sam, what did you think of Coda? I really liked this movie. Um, I don't know why I didn't want to see this movie at first, because I guess I just thought it was supposed to be like really, really sad or something. I don't know. But it wasn't like a tragic movie or anything. It was just kind of the story of a girl kind of growing up, finding her passion while being a part of a deaf family. And another, um, I don't know what you call it, aspect or what of the story is that because she's the only hearing person in her family, they depend on her for a lot, for everything. Um, for They depend on her to be on the boat every morning, like you said, because she needs to be able to hear the radio if someone's trying to contact them, like any bells, any warnings. Um and then she communicates with everybody in town for her family, basically. Yeah, she's like basically their translator. Yeah, she is their translator. Um, and so it's it's about her dealing with having to choose between staying home and supporting her family as a translator forever or going to school and following her passion and um, and kind of doing something on her own because she's always she does everything with her family. So, um, <laughs> these Jesus dogs Christ. are getting crazy. <laughs> um, but I loved it. I, I really liked it. She, she's a really good singer. Um, the family is really funny. Like her parents are, are just really funny and it's just 
funny, all, you know, what they all do together and what they talk about. And um, the way they joke around with each other, I think they have, like, you know, that sarcastic sense of humor. Yeah, I really like that they made the family, like, a normal family. There, I know there's, like, yeah. a tendency with, like, when you're talking about, what, like, people with disabilities or something to make them, to kind of, like, lionize them, to make them seem, like, holier than thou. I feel like there's 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 a tendency to do that sometimes where they're not really, like, human beings. And I'm like, no, they're human beings. They just happen to have this disability where they can't hear. So I like that they make them stubborn and they make them kind of unlikable at times, like like the mom kind of being, like, kind of being selfish and being like, well, you know, if if I was blind, because she says to her at one point, like, why are you? Why do you want to sing? Like, why, why is that something that you want to do? Like, if I was blind, would you want to become a painter, you know? So <laughs> the daughter gets really mad at that. But, and you think like, what a selfish thing for the mom to say, but, um, you know, it's because she, she can't understand where she, you know, she can't, she can't relate to that, but I like that they made her that way because that's something that a real parent would say, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a likable thing for you to say, but it's what a human being would say to somebody else. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really liked the story. Um, she has a, her choir teacher is hilarious. I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, he's a Mexican actor. I think he's a comedic actor. Eugenio Derbez, I believe is his name. He's been in a lot of Mexican like TV and I know he's come out in a few American movies. Yeah. So he, he's helping her. He's getting her trained with her singing and stuff. And so, um, his, his character is just funny the way he plays it. Um, so I enjoyed that and I enjoyed their relationship. Um, but it really brings to light, like just how, how little we as a society really incorporate, um, just everyday things with, for, for people with disabilities like that to, to participate and be a part of like, you 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 struggle with the character sometimes and you see how hard it is to try to like integrate or belong like like the brother he goes with some of the workers after work to a bar they invite him to a bar hey let's go grab a couple of drinks and so he goes and he's just sitting there trying to read lips like trying to understand what everyone's talking or what they're saying and laughing about um and and it's it's tough. You just take for granted, really, like, just, I don't know, just well, being no. able to have that interaction without that, trying to figure out what everyone's trying to say. And then they even go to, like, there's, like, some type of committee hearing or something um, because they're fishermen, right? And so the the dock that they go to to sell their, their fish, something's going on like they they have regulators coming in wanting to come and audit and then charge them for certain things blah 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 so all the fishermen are in this like little town hall meeting and the dad and the brother are sitting there not understanding what's going on you know everyone's upset and you know they're all having these conversations like important conversations and it wasn't until the daughter came and was able to translate um, for the dad and the brother so that they could understand what was going on. So it just kind of opened my eyes to how, like, you know, yeah, we have, like, ADA compliance, like the American Disabilities Act, um, where you do have to regulate, like, certain machines, you know, computers, websites, stuff like that. 
for people with um for people who are deaf how deaf but um it's like those everyday things you know it's it it's probably a struggle if they can't get a translator or if there's nothing to translate for them yeah because you have to think i mean like if you have somebody that speaks spanish right you're 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 more than likely going to find somebody that's going to be able to help out hey do you know spanish yeah i know a little bit okay i can help but when it comes to like sign language you pretty much either know it or you don't because you might know like your name i think i know how to spell my name and sign but that's it that's about it so it's really hard to find somebody who can actually sign um and then like you said we do have ada compliance things but mostly that's for like corporate things so like for banking or for you know it doesn't mean for like a town hall event like like we like you said with that that whole thing where they're they're sitting there at the dock complaining like there's nobody there that's signing for them or there's no you know there's no teleprompter or anything with like captions for them so they're just sitting there waiting for their daughter to get there so that she can translate what the heck's going on yeah so it just kind of really opened my eyes to that how we really don't um what's the word accommodate Mm -hmm. you know for people for everybody like that so um so yeah but the the heart of this story is really about this girl's struggle like does she throw away her dreams to to stay with her family and translate forever and help them or does she follow her passion and I really like that. It was just a simple story with, mm-hmm. with these elements that added to it. So I, I really enjoyed it. I really liked this movie. Yeah, I really liked it too. And like going back to what I was saying about the family being a realistic family, this isn't a family that, you know, again, in, in some movies, there's that tendency to, to make the, the people with disabilities like angels, you know, like they're the perfect mm-hmm. people. And in this one, I mean, they're, again, they're like, an actual family they're they're trying to convince her to stay there like they're like come on we need you like yeah. we need your help and and you know it's it's not in a uh we don't want you to pursue your dreams kind of way. it's just more like this is really important like how are we gonna um because they kind of start their own business in a way like w- with the whole fishing thing they, they kind of yeah. start their own uh business venture and they're like hey we really need you right now like the, you know you're you're gonna be part of this this whole this whole venture so we really need you to to be here for interviews and to be here you're like our our um our pr person in a way like you're, you're there to like talk to the media like because we can't they don't know what we're we're saying when we're signing you know so we need you to translate so yeah and the media doesn't bring they someone didn't bring to their translate own, yeah. you know yeah they didn't bring a translator so they, they just depend on her um i like that um i like that there's a scene that uh, we were talking about earlier with with our friend Sarah, and uh, there's a scene where they're having like a performance that that she's putting on with her whole choir group, and everyone's clapping and crying, and you know the parents are just sitting, the family because it's the parents and her brother, and they're kind of sitting there in the audience being supportive, but but they're they're kind of looking around and looking at people's reactions. That's how they're basing how the performance is going by the people's reactions, and then there's a great moment where the daughter is singing this duet that they've been practicing throughout the whole movie. Um, her and the guy that she likes and they cut like the, the filmmakers, they, they basically cut them, the all the sound out. And so all you're, you're experiencing 
basically what the the family is experiencing so they're seeing everything they're seeing the, the daughter's you know she she's obviously singing but they don't hear it they're looking around and like oh look there's someone crying over there so oh they must be she must be doing really well so then they have to look around and to find out like when the song is over so they can start clapping and it's just really um it's a moving moment because you, you you realize like how how difficult it is for them like they're trying to be there to support her but at the same time like they don't they don't know they don't know what this sounds like they don't know they can't hear it at all so they don't know what song it is they don't know what um and there's this touching moment afterwards where the the father asks her you know okay sing that song again and he puts his hand like on her throat so he can feel the you know what what the vibrations what it feels like so that was a really touching moment um that was my only complaint with <laughs> I know I mentioned it earlier. They do this song. So the oh, duet yeah. they do is uh You're All I Need to Get By, which is a famous Marvin Gaye and uh Tammy Terrell song. Um so that song, if you know it, it goes, you know, you're all I need to get by. And it goes on like that. That's how it starts. Well, when they sing it, they sing, You're all I need to get by and they leave that long gap in the middle and the first time they sing it i'm like oh they're kids they don't know this music you know they they're they 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 skipped a a measure or something they don't they don't know how to sing it (laughs) and they're nervous well no they keep rehearsing it that way and they ultimately perform it that way they do it over and over and over and i'm like and even the teacher lets them do it yes so it was obviously written that way like on the sheet music or whatever but i'm like why was it written with that weird gap in there and I'm sure someone will say, well, that's how it was originally written and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, I don't think that's how it was. That was not how it was performed originally. But anyway, that was the only thing that bothered me because I felt like they were doing it wrong. <laughs> but it sounded great. Like the, their voices sounded great, especially hers. She was, a, she yeah. actually is a really good singer. She's good. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's, 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 a, it's a really simple like family movie. Um, family as in like you know family struggles and you know how, how you it, it's almost like a coming of age you know like it's her like trying to decide whether this is this is the life she wants or if she wants something more if she wants something that 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 actually um you know it's something that she's passionate about because she is passionate about singing and she loves doing it and she sounds good doing it so um i really i really enjoyed it um what else was i gonna say about the movie I think that was pretty much it. I think it was your – because originally I thought Coda, you know, that's like a musical um, reference, right? Because a Coda is where you go back to the start of the – that measure or the start of the – where, you know, you go back in the in the song and you play that same part again, I want to say. It's been a while since I was in band, so I think that's what Coda is. But I think it was Sarah that said Coda stands for chi- uh, Child of Deaf Adults or something like that. Oh, really? I don't know if that's true, but I was like, I don't know if that's what it was it, it was intended for, but that's pretty cool if it works as both, you know, because it obviously works in both oh. in both levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really wish I, I remembered the, the actors' names, the... I know Marley Matlin, of course, because she's been around for a long time. She's been in a lot of movies. She, she was in like Children of Lesser God. She was in um, Seinfeld episode where she dates Seinfeld, um, and she's been in a lot of stuff. So she's a famous like deaf actress. And then the the her husband, whoever plays her husband, I've seen him before in something else, and I forgot what it was, but he's a really good actor. Yeah. And so is the brother. Like they're all really good actors, and I just wish I knew their names. But 
it really the movie really made me want to learn like sign language i was like man i wish i knew sign language i mean you know just to be able to have that that ability to communicate with somebody you know even if it's just a few simple like phrases or a few simple um you know, words or whatever, it'd be really helpful. Like I said, I can only spell my name. <laughs> so I can tell you my, I just tell somebody what my name is, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It's on Apple TV plus, um, it's, it is an Apple TV movie. So, and it won a bunch of awards, which it, it, I'm, I'm glad it did. Cause it was really good. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to add about Coda? Nope. Just that I recommend it. Yeah, I highly recommend it too if you haven't seen it yet. Um, it is, let's see, what was it rated? Is it PG-13? Ooh, I don't remember. I think it's PG-13. There is like a brief like sex scene. There's nothing graphic, but there is like a brief scene where, you know, there, there's no nudity, but it's just like you can tell that's, what, <laughs> that's what's going on. Um, and there's a few cuss words here and there. I would say it's, it's, I don't know what the rating is, like I said, but it should be fine for like 13 and up, I would say. Um, not that I'm all of a sudden I'm trying to be like the, the <laughs> guardian over here of what your kids watch. I don't care, but just giving you that heads up. Um, but yeah, so, um, that's, I guess that wraps it up for Coda, which is on Apple TV plus. Um, but be sure to follow us on Instagram at third row from the front. Also, um, go ahead and, uh, subscribe to our podcasts on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you get your podcasts that way you know uh you're always getting our newest episodes but uh we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front Bye. bye